BetQL's You Better You Bet postseason countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Kugler and Ross Tucker had the call last night in Westwood One. Courtesy there. Jalen Hurts could have played Patty Cake with the football en route to the end zone, wouldn't have gotten yeah. touched. The gate goes, Kugler, and to his credit, of course, like he's right, goes, and the route is on. It's 27 nothing. The route was on the minute, and I'm not even saying this was a bad decision. The moment Brian Dable deferred when the Giants won the coin toss, deferred in the Eagles' the first received, drive. And went down the field. When they went down, oh. when they go down the field and they score. And I'll be honest, like my first inclination, they go down the field, they score at seven nothing. I immediately open up my phone and I just go, what are the Eagles in the first half of this game? Because like, that's not yeah. stopping. That's just happening the entire, nope. look at that drive. I mean, that's, it's not, it wasn't just play calling. It wasn't just that Sirianni like mapped it out ahead of time. Hertz looked, I don't even, and I don't think he was a hundred percent. I think you saw that with some of the running decisions in the game. Everyone like, said it, by the way, like, every yeah. guest that we had on that's plugged into the NFL said he's right. going to, they're, they're going to run the full package for him, but he's not a hundred percent. Every, that's not right. just us saying that. Like, like yeah. Baldy said it, Ross Tucker said it. They're both plugged into right. the Eagles organization. Right. And it's, it doesn't mean that they can't win the Super Bowl, and he can't be great too, by the way. I just think, I think you see it in terms of just like some of the decision making on some of the, you know, gets outside the pocket early in the game, goes down immediately, like doesn't even try to lower his shoulder. And I know on the telecast, you know, it's like, you know, Daryl Johnston's kind of framing it like, look, like it's, you know, pick your battles, right? Like he goes down there. I don't think it's because he's hurt. I just think it's like some small decision-making was like probably affected. Maybe the, the frequency of how they call the quarterback runs, especially once you get up late in the game. I mean, like, I, I was surprised he ran it past the first quarter, honestly, like that they would even think about calling stuff like that. So why was now, AJ Brown at the end of the game? Like, right. what are they doing? Like, what was Sirianni doing at the end Week of the game? Week off. He's a great reps, coach. Who knows? What are you doing? Right, yeah, was, I guess. yeah, exactly. It just, it's, yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's just an interesting situation. And I do think it can still be a part of the handicap when we talk about Philadelphia's next game, and they'll obviously host the NFC Championship against either San Francisco or Dallas, whoever wins the game today. I still think it can be a part of the conversation Conversation that's like, look, against the best team that they will have played all season, or if it's Dallas, like, tied for the best team they will have played all season. They only played Dak once. Um, you know, obviously, Minshew played for, for Philadelphia in that game. The game was in Dallas. Against an opponent that's that good, I think it's still okay to kind of ask the question, like, what if the running plays just aren't quite as successful? Like, what if it's, you know, what if it's not quite right? Is that still significant in the game? Because the opponent that they're going to see is obviously not the opponent that they saw last night. They're going to see someone much better. Oh, oh you mean it's not going to be like seven on seven drills when the Eagles are on offense next week? Like we got, the, did the Giants even have guys? seven in the drill? Or did they have it three? Was, it, was, yeah. it was really yeah. bad. I want to draw, and it's not an apples to apples comparison here, but the way like, I want to set this up. In 2017, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, beat, beat the Patriots, obviously, Philadelphia was the one seed in the conference and was kind of like, not again, not apples to apples, but kind of an afterthought heading into the postseason. Nick Foles was going to be the quarterback. Carson Wentz had gotten hurt. And like I don't think a lot of people thought that Philadelphia would represent the conference in the Super Bowl, much less win it. They beat the Falcons in the divisional round game on like the insane play calling at the end with Sark and, and Matt Ryan and too. Julio Jones. Was right? Wasn't it? That Lowe's was like, like, a, like 16-12 or something. Yeah, a bizarre score. Julio Jones had all those attempts to catch the touchdown at the end of the game it was really like philadelphia survives basically was how you came out of that game and and 
And like, again, like terrible, like, like Sark at the end of that game, ridiculous. The Vikings end up beating the Saints on the Minneapolis Miracle game. People forget this. Minnesota, with Case Keenum at quarterback and Mike Zimmer as the head coach, was yep. a three-point road favorite in the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia against the Eagles. And the Eagles obviously win that game in blowout fashion, and they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl and win their first Lombardi trophy. So not apples to apples here, but it is kind of like Eagles limp into the postseason. Jalen Hurts, like, not 100% in Week 18. Everyone's talking not. Niners to a degree after Monday night. Everyone's talking Cowboys. And the divisional round performance is not like, and both were Saturday night games also, is not a close game and not a game that they survive, but instead a game where they absolutely thrive and they absolutely dominate. So curious, Ken, how that's going to reflect the betting market here for the NFC Championship game. I, I do want to just read this quickly, and it's going to like kind of take us off track a second, but we have breaking sure. news coming out of the NFL per ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. So we'll get back to the NFC in a second here. We will get to the props and best bets. We will get everything. But we have Patrick Mahomes breaking news. An MRI today confirmed that Patrick Mahomes suffered a high ankle sprain during Saturday's win over the Jaguars. Nothing more than that, said a source. Mahomes has said he plans to play in next Sunday's AFC Championship game. I will give you my quick, like, Twitter doctor thing here just from playing fantasy football, like being in the league for a long time. High ankle sprain is death for skill position players. It takes a long time to recover from. A quarterback can play with it. His mobility will 1,000% be compromised. A foul, like, not even a question. He is not going to be able to move around the way that Patrick Mahomes can normally move around. I don't care how much Toradol they give him, whatever the painkiller is, it's not going to matter. Like, he is not going to be able to move the way that he is normally able to move. So, like, he's going to play in the game, I have no doubt. Like, this is not going to be, like, vintage Patrick Mahomes, at least, Ken, in terms of the escapability next Sunday in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and just the, the good news is, and this is part of the handicap for Bill's Bengals today, because we can talk about how the Bengals have a beat-up offensive line. Injuries have affected that game, just like with Mahomes. But the other thing is, the Bengals knew all week that these offensive linemen were not going to play. Like, they're putting together a game plan knowing who's going to play and who's not going to play. So it's the same thing here. Yes, like, the difference between the Chiefs and the Bills, or the difference between the Chiefs and the Bengals, is probably narrowed or shortened, like that, you know, those two teams are more likely to beat Kansas City because Patrick Mahomes is like not 100%, but the Chiefs also like know what they're preparing for. Like they, like this is sort of the same as the 2020 game, right? Like Mahomes is 100%, but like, you know that today, like you haven't even started like game planning the game yet. Like, you know that right now. So like, it's one thing, and that's where I think like Biennemi and Reed, it was so interesting yesterday where like on the fly, you have to figure this out. Collinsworth is kind of asking without asking, but he was kind of like hinting, does Henny give you a better chance to win that game? Because like Mahomes can't, on the stretch runs, he can't make it to the running back. Like he can't execute some of the stuff and he's the best player of all time. So it's not like Henny's better than him, but in a, in an improvised situation, that's when it's so difficult when you have like no clue. I mean, just, you know, five, it, it happens, and two minutes later, it's like you're in a conversation with the coaches, and imagine someone looks at you and be like, what should we do? Like, what should we run? What package of plays should we run? Like, he can't move. What should we run? And the whole game plan, like, he was moving around to the pocket a ton on the first drive. It was, like, a big part of, of how they had success in the, uh, in the opening touchdown drive of the game. Like, that's always really problematic because you don't have any time to prepare anything. Like, that's always the tough part. At least they have the week. Like, it's the smartest guys ever. You don't think they're going to come up with something here? Like change the game plan a little bit based on what he can do and what he can't do. So like, yes, it matters, but it also is mitigated a little bit by the fact that it's not like a, a spontaneous situation in the moment where like they have to kind of change things on the fly. 
and I want to give Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy a lot of credit. And like, I'm a Giants fan. Bill Parcells is one of the greatest head coaches of all time. Won two Super Bowls with my favorite team. In 1999, when he coached the Jets, Vinny Testaverde in the 98 season led the Jets to the AFC Championship game, lost in Denver to the eventual Super Bowl champion Broncos. Game one, 1999, Testaverde tears his ALC, ACL, done for the year. And Parcells like, even said after the game, like, we were kind of like, oh my God, like season's over basically. Right. And, and Parcells is one of the greats ever. So, like, a lot of credit to Andy Reid and Biennemi and the Chiefs offensive coaches, obviously, for figuring out what to do after yeah, Patrick Mahomes hurt. Chad Henney, they had a 98-yard touchdown with Chad Henney, and they threw the ball on the drive effectively, which part of it is a credit to Chad Henney, obviously, for completing those passes. Also, Jacksonville like, dropped an interception. We had, like, four guys also, going by. And, like, you're right, but, like, I did just right. want to say that as well. There is a flip side of the coin, which is that in the last six to seven games of the year, you could make an argument that Jacksonville's defense was like as bad as Minnesota's. Like really, I mean, really like gave up a ton of points and a ton of yards yeah. to everybody. I don't know if the, and that I was, think the Jaguars would beat the Giants if they had played, but I understand. I mean, you, but yeah, you know what I mean. So just- I know what you're saying. That they, there has to be a flip side to the coin, right? It, it's not just that one team does something well. It's that the other team like could have done something better. It's, this is very interesting. So like, obviously we know this. And it's not, this is, nothing is unexpected here. This is what we would have guessed, that nothing is broken and he has a high ankle sprain. This is what we could have guessed yesterday. But just now that everybody knows it, okay, betters know it, bookmakers know it, that are going to put out an opener for the game. Obviously, you would imagine the point spread is shaded more toward the whoever wins today's game between the Bengals and the Bills. And if it's not, then my guess is it'll get bet that way immediately. <laughs> like if, you know, try to open Bill's Chiefs pick in Atlanta and see what happens when you open that game of pick with what's happening. Three faster than you can blink. At least two and a half faster than you can blink. You know, d- try to open Chiefs six against the Bengals at home. But Bengals, by the way, have beaten them three straight times. You don't think Cincinnati's getting bet? Again, you could open whatever you want. You don't think Cincinnati's getting bet the second that you open that number? The second that you open that, if you open it six, especially? So just like interesting things to follow what do sports books choose to open at and they put a lot of thought into their openers obviously too betters that try to bet very early when the numbers are released what do they try to do usually when this situation happens it almost it almost doesn't matter what the opener is the first move is going to be away from kansas city like almost whatever it is honestly and then it'll settle throughout the week and it could go the other way whatever kansas city could get bet just usually with this stuff look you got a, a public known quarterback injury that's going to limit it. It's almost like whatever the number is, we'll get bet as long as it's within reason. So I'll be curious in this game if that, the AFC championship line that is, if that happens the same way. So again, ESPN insider Adam Schefter tweeting MRI confirming Patrick Mahomes high ankle sprain, but quote, nothing more than that. Mahomes has said he plans to play in next Sunday's AFC championship game. Translation, Patrick Mahomes is playing in the AFC Championship. Oh, of course. Like, let's not get it twisted. Right. Mahomes is playing in the game. Yeah. Uh, you better you bet with Nick and Ken. Divisional Sunday countdown to kickoff. We'll get to the prop king coming up in a couple moments here. We had to do the breaking news. Let's just wrap up the conversation on a potential NFC Championship game here, Ken. Um, do you have point spreads for us if the Niners and or, or Cowboys win? What do you think we'll, we'll see at Open Philly, either hosting the Niners and Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys? So if people want to try to get ahead of this, and not even if it's, you could just be a, a sports fan. You don't even have to bet on the games or anything. If San Francisco wins, I would think about betting the game the same way I would think about just if I was a fan of either team, pick the winner of the game. That's essentially what I think the point spread will be if Philadelphia hosts San Francisco. San Francisco is rated better than Dallas. It's been rated better than Dallas most of the season, sometimes by a small margin, sometimes by a larger margin, but San Francisco has been rated better a lot. And I think 
that's why the two teams obviously are playing and San Francisco's a four point favorite. But if Philly plays San Francisco, I'm like Eagles one and a half, something like that, or one. I think it could be pick. I think San Francisco could be a one point favorite. Now the Eagles showed you last night kind of like a little bit where maybe it would be unlikely San Francisco is now favored at open. And if they were, maybe the Eagles just get bet immediately now because they looked so good last night. And that's a real thing. Like there's real recency bias in some of this stuff where teams look good, don't look good. That, that guides like some of what happens when the number first opens. My guess is like pick or Eagles minus one, I think is okay. I think Eagles, anything under three is okay against San Francisco. Not a big difference between one and two. The game is going to land three a lot, but anything less than that I think is fine. My number is like Eagles one and a half. If it's Dallas, Obviously, this will be – it's a divisional game. This will be the third meeting between the teams, but it'll be the first meeting where each team will have their starting quarterback playing in the game. So Cooper Rush played for Dallas when they played very early this season and Philadelphia Pretty won. wild, right? It's crazy. And uh, so it's almost like can you learn – a team is going to play – teams are going to play in the NFL for the third time, and you could argue that you've learned nothing about how they match up. Like I can't remember a situation where that would have happened historically, honestly. I'm sure there's been one. I just can't remember what it was. So Cooper Rush played for Dak in the first meeting. Gardner Minshew played for Jalen Hurts in the second meeting, which was won dramatically by Dallas. Remember, Minshew had a chance at the end of the game to throw a game when he touchdown pass. Dallas won, I believe, 40 to 34 in that game, and the Hurts exactly injury was right. a big part of, of that discussion. So if it's if it's Eagles, Cowboys round three, the crazy thing is the first two point spreads tell you nothing about what this point spread is supposed to be because the quarterbacks are different. I mean, it's a crazy setup. Honestly, uh, I think my question in the game would be with how the Eagles looked yesterday. Is it Eagles two and a half or is it Eagles three? I think that's the question. If you're Eagles three, obviously always pretty safe to be on a key number. Like you're not, you know, going to have to like probably come off it very much. And it's, it seems like that's the safe number in the game. I don't know if that's what's we're going to, what we're going to get. My number is kind of like between two and a half and three. So I could, I could see either one when we do the show tomorrow, depending on either opponent, I'll say it's Eagles one against San Francisco on 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. If that's the game. And I'll say it's Eagles two and a half juice toward Philly if they play if they play Dallas. I think it'll be three. If it, I would like Dallas, I think the number will be three. And like, okay. what should I be like? Oh, it'll be one and a half if they play it's the same thing. Yeah, like I agree with you on the San Francisco part of it. Like Philly. Right. You think San Francisco will ever be favored? You think the Niners will ever no. be favored? I guess like if they like won like forty eight nothing today against Dallas, they would be favored. Also, we'd win the over. Purdy played awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I guess it's with, it's it's within the realm. I just think it's I think it's unlikely. On the other side, oh, it is likely. On the other side, we're gonna we're gonna give you a lot of bets. Best bets side in total for both games today. But we will start the segment with thy royal prop king prop plays for both of today's games in the NFL.